1975, Springfield, Missouri had over 20 disco dance halls and was at the time known worldwide as the land of 25 disco dance halls. Now, unfortunately, Springfield has less than one disco dance hall. Live to a hard drive from the deep, dark heart of Vic Lurvy Park here in the Oak Grove neighborhood, or just adjacent to the Oak Grove neighborhood in Springfield, Missouri. Mm. You were listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in the fair city of Springfield, Missouri. Wow. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell. And wh- why are we not recording in the tower today? It's just the two of us, Andy. We're going guestless. This is the thing we're doing now. We're just recording in the park now. We're, we're recording in the park now. Uh-huh. Okay. So we no longer record in Hammond's Tower. That's correct. Okay. Until, the, until the end of the pandemic, when it's safe to ascend to that tower again. So what are you thinking? Like mid-October? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that'd be great. <laughs> Jeez, Dad. <laughs> well, my name, of course, is Dan Howell. Uh-huh. I don't know if I already said that you or not. You got a tired look in your eyes, Dan. But, well, Andy, that makes sense because I haven't been resting. And why is that? Because last night I got some delicious Golden Girl pizza mm-hmm. and the lovely Jen and Rogan threw in uh, an extra little bit of daiquiri, uh, two and a half servings of daiquiri for my lovely girlfriend say, and I, whose birthday spe- yeah, I was, was. going to say s- s- celebrating any special event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe, you know, privacy and all. <laughs> nah, we're going to talk okay. about as long as we don't talk about what day we record. Oh, this. yeah. Usually we, re- we record these months in advance anyway. <laughs> so I don't think the listeners will be able to get a grip on that. But yeah, you know, I had I had one and a half more servings of daiquiri than I thought I would uh-huh. be having last night. And it, it, uh, it definitely changed my night, Andy for the better or for the worse. Uh, definitely for the better. And boy, I got to say that golden girl pizza, Andy. Ooh, can't wait till we get to review them someday. I think they swore off there. They, they rescinded their eligibility by coming on the show uh, twice. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, now it would be uh, against the podcaster's code of ethics, of course. <laughs> uh, but also, Andy, yeah. Why I'm, else are you sleeping? I, I'm also uh, there's always two uh-huh. reasons. I'm sleepy. Maybe Andy, more than you that. Know that. Yeah. Well, the second reason would be I'm moving mm. right now. So uh, you got three, and that's been a burden. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Actually, it's weird that you mentioned it. I do have a third uh-huh. one, Andy. I have yet to eat at all the restaurants here in the beautiful city of Springfield, Missouri, and it makes me so, it keeps me up at night Uh that I can't do it. Same here. That's the premise of our show, which we should get (laughs) into it because it seems that we are probably going to have a lot of new listeners this week because last week's episode was our biggest episode of all time. (laughs) Who would have thought? Not me. I mean, it was fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. I, I think at the, it came out well. Looked at the download numbers at 8 a.m., and it had surpassed a normal day's download numbers. Wow, <laughs> that yeah, and just it, absolutely wild. I think it passed our normal our normal like first day by about 40 percent. Wow, which is crazy. We got the bump, Andy. What yeah. do you think it was? Theater people, the theater people. They're loyal and they're fierce. It's cool. Well, yeah, that's great because I brought some theater people along with me today. Oh, did you? Yeah, let me introduce you to <laughs> Tennessee Williams. Oh, hi, Kitty. Hello. <laughs> Sir T- William Shakespeare. Tell me one play Tennessee Williams wrote, Dan. The Glass Menagerie, of course. <laughs> okay, I got Andrew, it. Andrew, and this is Tennessee speaking. Hi, Tennessee. And I do know my own plays, <laughs> and probably even more than that one. What's another one? Well, of course, there's the... Uh, oh, yes. 
uh, uh, Sp- Spider-Man, turn off the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye-bye. <laughs> wow. Tennessee Williams resurrected from the dead, I presume. Did I hear that William Shakespeare is also <laughs> yeah, here? You know, you heard, right? But he's so old and dead. The none of it, None of it works anymore. He can't. Do you know that I, I took two Shakespeare classes in uh, college? One of them was only about Hamlet. Mm-hmm. No. It was only about Hamlet. <laughs> wow. Just three and a half hours every Wednesday night for a whole semester. Just just John about the prince. That of, sounds of bad. Denmark. It was great. Had a great time. I took one Shakespeare class mm-hmm. at uh, OTC. Oh. And I'm fairly sure it is the reason I no longer go to OTC. Just that? <laughs> just that? No, no. It was it was certainly one of, one of my lower grades. We had to put on like a, a little mini production of King Lear and it was it was bad. I'm not great with group projects as you probably know. They had <laughs> a bunch of college freshmen do King Lear, the longest and most dense of the well, Shakespeare plays. That was my group. The other groups <laughs> got other plays. We just uh, I, I don't know. Were you I, Lear? I didn't care for Did the they whole stick thing. you with like Cordelia? No, I was <laughs> most certainly King Lear. And boy, do I remember every moment of it. He was he's mad. They said, which one of us leers the most? <laughs> and there I was just <laughs> staring at him. Slobbering at your own daughters. <laughs> Any you, more stories about Shakespeare time. class? We got uh, not really. Hmm. Uh, one, it's the only time I ever saw a professor get a standing ovation. Wow. After a lecture. It was pretty wild. I mean, this dude, it was a guest lecturer. He just walked in and talked for three hours straight without stopping. It was like a tour divorce divorce thing. Wow. Also a tour divorce because <laughs> yeah. he was married to the other professor. That's true. And they didn't get divorced, but <laughs> <laughs> Man, it would be so much better if they had for that. Joke, hey, I'll Andy. check into it. Maybe they have. Oh, boy, do I hope that they have just for the sake of this bit and then we can name their names, get it all out there on public record. Anyway, if you are new to the show, uh, my name is Andy Carr. I'm 34 years old. I'm an elementary school teacher here in town, and this is my good friend, Dan. Uh, My name is Dan Howell. I am 21 years old. (laughs) I, I work at the... Uh, Cracker Barrel gift store, <laughs> which has been pretty busy lately. Dan and I have been friends for about 20 years. I wow. Think. Is that right? Since I was one year old. <laughs> I think whenever we met, our age difference was such that we weren't technically friends because mm-hmm. I was like in middle school and you were in elementary school. We've known each other a very long time. And now we do this show together. Absolutely. And it's very fun. We do it every week. We both love food. This is episode 115. Wow. And that just counts the main feed episodes. Mm. Where do you uh, get those other episodes? You the get non-main them, feeders. Well, you can become a Tower Club member. Wow. Dan, by going to towerclub.springfoodpod.com, you get two bonus episodes a week. One of them, we just mess around and do whatever. The other, we cover a new restaurant in wow. town. Wow. A new restaurant. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be just half, such a joy? Half of that money, the $5, mm-hmm. goes to... Ozark's Food Harvest, oh my just goodness. straight off the top, gets donated to So we don't even take it all. Feed hungry people in the Ozarks. We take half of it, Dan. Wow. <laughs> to help pay for the show, because <laughs> it is such a time commitment. And, and equipment commitment. and food. <laughs> Wouldn't it yeah. just be such a joy if all those new listeners signed up for the Tower oh, Club right now? I don't want to... <laughs> if they just went to that website, entered in their credit card number. I Now, I know our, all of our listeners typically are... Big business fat cats. Uh-huh. 
So I'm only as most theater people are. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You know, it was the theater people because theater equals culture. That's Uh what brought everybody in. But I'm assuming that this that the show was passed around at some like big time Metropolitan Grill, Mm -hmm. uh, secret John Q. Dice game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I think it's being passed around in those echelons. So I think that we have a lot of like septuagenarian like very wealthy octogenarians yeah nine to genarians man i would be so surprised if a 90 year old had listened to our podcast hmm my grandparents are all in their 80s and i think all of them have heard at least a little bit of it nice so that's octogenarians yeah and they're rich right mm, i don't think so <laughs> i don't know i'll have to call you i'll call them how much money y'all got Grandma, how much money you have? Let's get that on the air. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and dial them up right now, Andy? <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> well, is there anything else we need to explain about the show? Well, our goal is to try every single restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. Mm. Uh, we are pretty close to halfway at this point. Wow. Uh, I, but maybe past halfway if you count all the new restaurants we've done for the Tower Club. Um, who knows what will happen after that? We'll, we'll probably just keep going in some form or fashion. But like I said, 115 episodes. We have not missed a week yet. Wow. Our motto is cowards go dark. Mm. So even when one of us had a major surgery, uh, we kept it going Mm -hmm. even through national, no, nay, national, nay, global pandemic. Mm -hmm. We went remote. We kept it going week to week. One of us got the flu and uh, lovely guest host filled in for them. It's it's kind of incredible that you have only missed one and I have missed none. That it, that is truly wild. Yeah. That we've not had any any sick days. I mean, it's not super wild that you haven't missed one because the show could not yeah. come together um, without your input. Now that we do it on Zoom, that is no longer true. We could pretty easily pull oh, a yeah. show together without yeah. me on the mic. Yeah, we got to Zoom these more, Andy. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate doing them over Zoom. <laughs> That's too strong. Whatever. Um, If you are new to the show, thank you so much for checking it out. And for a second week in a row, that's awesome. And I hope you enjoyed as much as you enjoyed last week. But I think you'll find that it's it's a lot different when it's just Dan and me. We we don't really do just the two of us that often anymore. No, we we usually have a guest. We we try to book a guest for every week. Mm -hmm. You actually had me try to book a guest this week um and although I, I you came to me with two potential guests uh-huh. and mm-hmm. i said i think i got these two cool guests and i said okay book them and uh, we don't have a guest this week sure <laughs> so it almost makes this week a sort of dan simber mm. episode then so it's a sort of dan simber and now dan I, timber no when we <laughs> why don't you go and lay in the theme right here andy <laughs> liquid means rewind a gunshot means forward Requested it, so we rewind. Search. Yeah. Way, way, way up. Turn it all up. Yeah. Look, I got friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. I got friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. That's right. Dan gets his own month in December <laughs> to uh, produce the episodes, yep. quote unquote, uh-huh. and one episode in September. It's all of the all of the production side 
that doesn't involve anything technical no. Dan is in charge of. Well, last sept- last December. December, I did at least like write the bio uh-huh. and stuff for the episode and have some input there now, and pick the restaurants. Now, this this canonical Dan Simber, Dan Timber episode, I will not be doing yeah. that. You see, uh, you've done pretty much everything except for the bio for this one that we'll get to later. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, this makes this makes sense. Cool. Happy Dan Timber. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the last couple months, we or the last month or so, I've been really busy with school and other stuff going on, and I haven't done a fully produced uh, history segment about the restaurants, but I kind of felt like I needed to do one this week, even oh, though yeah. I still didn't have time just because we'd have some new listeners, and it wasn't done when Dan walked in the door, so wow. Dan's going to hear this fresh, and is there anything we need to cover before we jump into talking about Leslie's Mexican supermarket? Uh, no, I don't think so. I almost said Leslie's Super Mexican Market. That is what I almost said. Huh. And uh, I think that, I don't know, you're the English major here. I, I feel like that still reads correctly. Yeah. Um, it's not the name of the restaurant. No, it <laughs> isn't. The place, though. Oh, by the way, this is exceptional September. Right. No, <laughs> I get into it in the thing. <laughs> okay, good. So let's learn a little bit about today's restaurant, Leslie's Mexican Supermarket. We cover a lot of family businesses on this show, but Leslie's Mexican Supermarket is one of the familiest family businesses around. In 2011, a woman named Annabelle Verdine opened a bakery in a small strip mall space just south of Plaza Towers on Glenstone. She named the business Leslie's Bakery after her daughter Leslie, who was too young to work there at the time, but would later once she was old enough. The humble pastry shop built a loyal following serving traditional Mexican treats, and customers would often plead with Annabelle to start serving lunch and dinner items as well. And she did. In 2015, Annabelle rented the office space next door to the bakery and converted it into a full-fledged restaurant that served standard Mexican options like tacos, burritos, and enchiladas, as well as Latin American favorites that weren't as common in Springfield at the time. Sopes, pupusas, and gorditas, that kind of thing. Cooking in a converted office space made keeping standards up to code difficult, and so in 2018, the family made a huge upgrade, moving the businesses to a grocery store space on the east side of St. Louis Street, just west of Glenstone, a building that, from 1992 to 2015, had housed a Dollar General. Leslie's Bakery, Restaurant, and Grocery combined into the monolithic Leslie's Mexican Supermarket. During this transition, ownership of the business changed hands, and it's now owned by Annabelle's brother, Daniel Verdine, and his niece, Annabelle's daughter, Leslie. So now, the real Leslie is a part owner of Leslie's, even though she is still in high school. Pretty cool. By the way, I could be totally wrong about those familial relations. I'm not sure who's related to who and how, but they're all in the same family, and Leslie's a person in that family, which is cool. Yeah. Even though at Leslie's Mexican Supermarket, you can order food and eat it at a table there, theoretically. I mean, we didn't do that, but you could. Uh, Leslie's is a grocery store, not a restaurant, and that's why we are including it as a part of Exceptional September. I've been crying all 
I know what you're thinking. Why is that song about December? And it's not because we just connected Dan Simber and Dan, Dan Timber. Yeah, we it, didn't talk about that before the episode. I like to spring that kind of stuff on yeah. you because I know it frustrates you. It is because <laughs> that song is called September Girls. Oh. And it turns out the September Girls part, which I do sing in my head as September Girls Got It Bad, is in fact a line from the verse of the song that does not have the uh, memorable melody <laughs> that the oh. December part does. <laughs> And you walked in as I was putting the finishing touches on that segment, Dan. Oh, yeah. So. Gave the doorbell a good three uh-huh. rings. I knew you must have been putting something good together in here. Can't believe you slapped that together in 30 minutes, yep, Andy. That sure was did. fantastic. I didn't really, write it. Really I didn't good. write it in 30 minutes. The intent had just been to read it live like I had done the last four weeks or so. Sure. But what was the point of the Elvis song in there? Less. I missed the comment. little less, less. conversation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was that more the action? Junkie XL yeah. remix? Mm-hmm. Okay. With Elvis's voice taken out. Now, you used to work at Leslie's Pool Supplies, You're going to bring this up? Cool. <laughs> I thought this was going to be Tower Club material. I did, indeed. Used to work at Leslie's Pool Supplies. Wow. For Any similarities? Four summers. Mm, I mean, it did have a little chlorine taste. <laughs> this is not the truth. Not the truth at all. No, no similarities whatsoever. Wow. You know what I did whenever I worked at uh, Leslie's, Dan, for, for lunch? Would walk uh, walk over to to yield Walmart mm. Supercenter oh, yeah. and eat donuts for lunch. Wow, okay. it was very cheap. I think at the time because this was going on. This is over ten years ago. It was probably like fourteen. Was the years subway ago. already in there, or was it still McDonald's there, buddy? Too expensive. Both options. Sure. Yeah, and plus the McDonald's was further back mm. in my mind. I, was yeah. like, I don't have enough time to do this. That's like equidistant the walk from Leslie's to the Supercenter from the front door of the super center to the McDonald's in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I would just eat donuts for mm. lunch because they were like 39 cents each. Wow. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm saving money. Um, bad habits. Mm-hmm. Bad habits that have just lasted the whole rest of my life. Just want to eat sugar all the time. Dan. Sure. Anyway, Leslie's produce also not expensive. Could have got some produce. But uh, you know what? Donuts this, better. This was so long ago. There used to be this this tattoo place in town called Miller Cotton. By the way, mm. still looking for somebody to, to put tattoos on me. Sure. Um, put Any the, listeners out there, please. Yeah. Uh, have been trying for uh, months. First was placed calls back in April and May. No one ever got back to me. I uh, don't know what the deal is with that. Is this normal? We talked about this. In oh, the no, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I want these tattoos and I can't find anybody to give them to me. It's real weird. I'm give sure there's, the tattoos. A, there's so many parlors. I bet I could call and get it, but it's yeah, whatever. You just got to get locked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically free, Andy. Anyway, if anybody has like a, a friend or some sort of hookup with that, let me know. Yeah. Miller Cotton. This He was kind of a tagged tattoo magnate. Mm-hmm. At least if you listen to the modern rock stations, his commercials would always be on there. The Springfield Sailor Jerry. Mm-hmm. When I went, when I first went in with my application to Leslie's Pool Supplies, I was the first person to apply for this job, and they hired me on the spot. And it turned wow. out that the previous manager had run the place into the ground. It just this is a corporate business. This is like a chain, with like sure. five hundred locations or something. And he had just been like bartering with people for goods for services, <laughs> including Miller Cotton. So there are all these receipts that he had exchanged. Uh, corporate pool supplies and Ooh, chemicals and stuff good. for tattoo work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brother, he's a pretty tattooed fella. Yeah. He's uh, traded a lot of computer repair mm. work. Yeah. He's, a, he's sort of a computer whiz. Got a, got a couple sleeves, basically, out of doing computer repair work. Wow. Um, that's really cool. I wonder if anyone would... <laughs> 
do that for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can do <laughs> podcasts for you. <laughs> we we both have really tradable skills. <laughs> By the way, as we record, we just got a, a message from our our old uh, hook hookup Larry. We just got a. We just got a message from our friend Larry inviting us to judge the Missouri food truck competition again. Oh, my goodness, Andy. (laughs) It was such a thrill last time. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Maybe we will. We'll see. I guess we should get into Leslie's Mexican supermarket. We sure ought to, Andy. Dan, had you been to this iteration or any of the previous versions? There's just one other version of Leslie's. uh, The the restaurant or bakery before? I had not, and I feel like... my girlfriend and I had just driven by the supermarket re- like just a few weeks before mm-hmm. and noticed it for the first time before we decided upon it for yep. exceptional September. You sent me a picture of it and I was like, oh, this is the place that my girlfriend and I had uh, wondered about. Yep. It's, it's kind of tucked away there, but it's also it's l- big. large. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the size of a dollar general. Uh, but yeah, I had, had no clue it had been there since 2015. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I had been a few times just right around the time when they opened. Come to the, I mean, mm-hmm. finding out now. I I don't know how we wound up there, but I wound, wound up going there with some other people and thought it was okay. Sure. Just thought it was fine. Um, they used to do the restaurant.com gift card scam. It's The, the website mm. is a scam, but they will contact businesses, especially the, those owned by um, immigrants, and basically talk them into doing these terrible deals. Oh, goody. And so you buy like a $50 gift card, and the restaurant will get like... 10% or 20% mm. of the profit that they ordinarily would, but it's like advertising to get people in the door and hooked and whatnot. Anyway, they wound up putting a sign on the door that said, we do not accept restaurant.com oh, good gift cards. So awesome. yeah, good for them. That that actually reminds me um, of a new Tower Club special mm. I was going to start. $50 a month, 10% of which goes to Andy. Uh, the remaining 90% goes to me, and you get a free, uh, well, a paid for 10 months of the Tower Club. Oh, well... That seems fair. <laughs> we'll still give half to Ozark's Food Harvest. Uh, par- half of my half. Yeah. <laughs> or half of my portion. Well, I'll give 40% of my 90%, but I'm going to need you to kick in that 10% at least. I mean, I'm giving 40% here, Andy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you're better at math than me. We've established this over and over on the show that you were able to make that math joke work, and I, I was stretching and couldn't do it. I like math. I, I can tell that. Yeah. <laughs> So, Leslie's, I don't even know where to start. I tried so much stuff at this place and have such a variety. There is a sign out front that says, open breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. Now, you went in today to try to get us some breakfast. I did. Uh, they have sort of a like an LCD flat screen menu mm-hmm. up there displaying all their stuff. So whenever I had first gone around lunch, dinner time, I assumed that in the morning that that would probably revert to a breakfast menu of some sort i even asked them what time they open because i knew that the supermarket was open nine to nine Mm. but i didn't know if the actual restaurant portion in the back was open those same hours and she confirmed nine to nine went in there this morning menu was the exact same no change at all uh so i had to ask them if they had some breakfast tacos and after you know hurdling a few language barriers there we came upon some chorizo breakfast tacos andy con huevos really good it you know had i known the term con huevos i probably would have seen that somewhere on maybe their handwritten menu uh Uh, yeah 
I mean, the point is, I'm a uncultured uh, unlingual, one lingual, uno lingual, uno lingual, uno lingo. Yeah, uh, uno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an uno lingual idiot. Yeah, uh, can't read good in even my native can't, tongue. Can't, can't talk good neither. <laughs> can't talk good. Can't read good. Uh, but yeah, so apparently they you can get any of the meat offerings with eggs. I don't know. Their menu is pretty expansive yeah. and has like some non a la carte offerings, like some actual entree things. Oh, a, I don't know lot. if you can yeah. breakfastize those, if that's a term that I can make up and coin right here. I would say 80% of the menu is is combos they're they're, mm-hmm. they're 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 numbered but they're not combos everything's an entree without yeah. rice and beans there's like a ceviche mm-hmm. in a, a, a sort of wine glass right next to the uh, uh cocktail shrimp which mm-hmm. you can also get so i don't know if you can add eggs to that <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I mean, you, you can try could, yeah <laughs> shrimp and eggs <laughs> Uh, cocktail <laughs> shrimp conway post please <laughs> well dan i you know the, the the place to start at most Mexican restaurants is uh, tacos. Absolutely, I think. And I brought some tacos to uh, band practice the other night. We usually do tacos from another place in town that we've reviewed on the show and is excellent. And so I might have been setting myself up or setting up the band and myself for disappointment. Now you joined this. Def Leppard. Yes, I am now. I'm only. <laughs> I'm the right arm. I'm just the right arm for the drum. That's so rude. That's so rude. He's perfectly capable with it's, just no, the no, one no. arm. It's because he's old. <laughs> oh, okay. He can't keep up anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, I'm half deaf. I fit in really well. Yep. Because <laughs> deaf leopard. <laughs> wow. You did it. You did this. You started I, it. I think it's fun. <laughs> I think we're having fun right now, Andy. How about those tacos? Dan, Um, you know, not thrilled. Not thrilled with the tacos, unfortunately. Um, they do come their street style with the double small tortilla, the, the two layers, which is different from the taco that you brought me today, which mm-hmm. was much bigger, had a single thicker tortilla, and was far superior to the tacos I that I tried. I think the taco today had a flour tortilla yeah, okay. as well rather than the corn Little cornies. street style. Mm-hmm. Little cornies. Yeah, uh, I'm pleased to say that like this, this is going to be the most negative of anything in this review. Talking talking about these tacos, uh, we tried barbacoa, chicken asada, and pastor. I also got uh, some chorizo tacos, but uh, the other people ate them up. I didn't get to try them. Wow, uh, those chorizo tacos were different than the chorizo tacos that you brought me this morning. They didn't have egg, mm-hmm. um, and they were in the double wrap. These were very basic, just some meat, onions, and cilantro, and it was just mostly meat. The chicken asada, very bland, didn't have much flavor at all, um, even including the tortillas. You know, mm. a lot of times you'll get that real good grill flavor, like that oily grill flavor on there. Didn't even have much of that. Pastor, no pineapple, and it was yep. very fatty. If you'd have told me this was pork belly, I would have believed you. It was like eating little crumbles yeah. of fat. That's, that's yeah, what that was Yeah, it was very like. crumbled. Mm-hmm. And f- was yours fatty? Did you try the pastor? Yeah, mine was pretty fatty as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one that I really thought was good was the the barbacoa. Now, I'm not saying it was great, but I enjoyed the barbacoa. It was just kind of like stewed roast beef, like a crock pot roast beef mm. with onions and cilantro. Like that one. Yeah. It had a little bit more juiciness to it, more tender 
That one was really good. I, I totally agree on the tacos, Andy. The shell, I think, is just really just really lacking. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just wasn't a great taco shell. Yep. I, I got the carnitas on mine. I thought that they were fine, maybe a little on the dry side, which you can get mm-hmm. with carnitas, but uh, perfectly okay. Yep. I think this isn't a taco place. That's my take. I totally with agree. With Leslie's, this is not a taco place. It you can get a single taco a la carte. But yeah, I, I yep. think they're much more on the other stuff. Try other stuff, for sure. For band practice, I also brought pupusas. Brought, uh, mm. Three pupusas. There was a mix. Um, some had cheese, some have beans, some have uh, cheese and beans. Honestly, couldn't tell you which one was which. Sure. had one of them. These are huge. These are the biggest pupusas I've tried in town. Oh, really? They're like pancake size. Not Well, not giant pancake size, but you Flapjack. know. Flapjack. Yeah, flapjack size and fat. They're like an inch tall. They they were big thickies. That's thick for a pupusa, Andy. Yes, it is. And the outsides were crispy. They had browning on them. Really enjoyed the outsides. Thought the inside was uh, they were dense and, and moist. There wasn't a ton of flavor. I still liked it. Don't get me wrong, but there wasn't a ton of flavor. You had to dip it in salsa or something else mm-hmm. to really give it some zip. But th- these were good pupusas, and you really just needed one. Um, I was feeling pretty heavy. Once we got to rockin', sure. <laughs> mm. Both of the people that I'm playing with listen to the show, and I was I'm so embarrassed that I just <laughs> said that. You guys doing any cover songs? Nope. Love playing cover songs in band practice. Love not like actually practicing the the songs that you're there to play. Just goofing off. I can't remember words to my own songs, mm. Dan. Um, that, and I'm, I have a hard time with covers. I can do Dead Flowers by the Rolling Stones pretty mm. good. I, I can usually remember that one. And Hot Potato by the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> I can just about make my way through uh, Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Oh, wow. I was just texting with but somebody. But you need three other people to do that, so you got, you're, you're short on that one. <laughs> uh, that low-key great song. I oh, yeah. love Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Life is but a dream. Oh, yeah. And you get those dense, layered vocals going, but uh, very ahead of its time. Aesop wrote that, right? <laughs> yeah. Aesop invented dream pop. Uh-huh. Was my joke that Aesop I made in a text message pop. last night. Okay. Wow. Let's move on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Andy, I tried an Asada Gordita. Mm. Had never really had anything like this. The did, did you get to have a Gordita? No, I did not. This was a corn-based shell. I have had a Leslie's Gordita at their old location. Okay. So I can't speak on it. I, like, I remember it. It's very strange. It's like, like one side is totally, ha- is like a crimped hinge. It's like a flat, almost pupusa-like, mm-hmm. but real corny. And then it sort of opens up into a Y mm-hmm. where the meat is held. Um, if memory serves me correct, it was only meat in there, just the asada steak. It's like some Mondays that way. Yeah. Opens up into a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> Andy, I didn't like this very much. I think I liked it more than the taco. Yeah. Because the shell was a little hardier, um, had similar feelings still about the shell in that it just didn't have a lot of like nice oily flavor. It was just more corny. Mm-hmm. than anything and then i thought the uh steak asada wasn't particularly well seasoned this was probably the bottom for me I, uh, I i think that's kind of the common theme here is your gesturing is that that's the thing about the meats yeah there's just not much flavor to them yeah i mean it really sounds it, it's really like just cooked meat mm-hmm. without anything else going on for that, the most part you know it's i and i think the barbacoa is that way too and we're, we're going to be in agreement that that's the one really good one mm. and it really is just just stewed 
beef, like stewed cheap beef. And I think that's what makes it good is because stewed chief beef is good. I was not going to get into this this early, Andy, but I thought the barbacoa was not only excellent, but some of my favorite that I've ever had. Okay, get into it, because the next thing I want to talk about involves barbacoa as well. Andy, the number one, La Torta, right mm. up there in the top left-hand corner, just really drawing your eye in. It's a classic. I love a torta. I love barbacoa anyway. Got it on there. I let my girlfriend try a bite of this, which turned into a few bites as I as felt it, bad for goes, her, yeah. basically, because it was absolutely the best thing on the table, like tenfold, Andy. This torta, I text you, I believe is Pantheon level. The the soft, soft bun, not like greasy, but had like a buttery taste yeah. to it. Really, really tasty roll there. Huge as a good torta is. You got your lettuce. You got your tomato. That delicious barbacoa, which I did not think was super seasoned, but I think the fattiness of it yeah. along with the actual meat just played super well, especially on that torta, just kind of soaking into the bread, a real wet, sloppy mess. Yeah. Yeah. And now this is, uh, they don't put guacamole mm. on their torta, which is also nice because my girlfriend can't eat avocados. They hurt her little tummy, as does pineapple and mm. bananas, Andy. And kiwis. How it's you, a curse. How do you live with that? I know. I'm talking about you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, instead it had like a spread of refried beans on it, which mm. I thought was really great. Uh, you dip that in one of the few salsas provided, and it was just I, and, and the barbacoa, Andy. One thing that you didn't describe on yours, which I think maybe it's just whoever's cooking it. Mine the strings of roasted beef were almost perfectly all half delicious roasted wet. And then the other end was almost burnt crispy. Mm. So you get like that crispy burnt end feel wow. of a roast. Maybe it was just one. Maybe that's not how their barbecue co is always done. It kind of sounds like you got an exceptional version sure. of it. I liked mine too, but not, it was not crispy like like you got at any at any point in the meal. Andy, I went to Leslie's a mere 30, 40 minutes ago to pick up these breakfast tacos. I'm going to go again after we get off recording today wow. and pick up a torta because it's the day after my girlfriend's birthday mm. and she really wants it and she's mad that she didn't order it the first time. So I will be able to confirm soon if that's the case hmm. we'll see if you still feel that way after we talk about some stuff we're going to talk about please <laughs> <laughs> have you been cheating on me with my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought you already knew about that <laughs> that is the thing we we're all okay. okay with all right let's move on <laughs> this is so untrue like nothing i haven't seen your girlfriend in like a year <laughs> i'm sure you'll see her soon let me get i want to get you over to this new house yeah. we got her an organ for her birthday andy so we got a we got an organ we got a drum set we got some guitars and bass going in there it's it's gonna be a real musical household yeah i like music <laughs> Do you? <laughs> it's fine. Prove it. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> trying, to trying to prove it once a week. Okay. I had several other things that I wanted to try, and I only had one other chance to go. And I didn't like have anybody to eat with other than the band this week. So I 
didn't get to try that torta, even though I wanted sure. to. There was just some other stuff on the menu. I went back and spent another $25 at this place, which, which we'll get to for one person and one mm-hmm. meal. Most of it's in the fridge. Yeah. I just wanted to try a bunch of stuff. So let's start with the Leslie's Papas. Wow. That's fries, Dan. I really wanted that. It's fries and cheese and whatever meat you want to have on it. Ugh. And they have like eight meat choices, mm-hmm. your standard ones. They have like a lingua and tripe and one other less common uh, one. We did not do any intestines or anything like that this week. Yeah. We've tried yeah, it. I think you I'm know, done we've doing that for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Both spending the money and uh, <laughs> trying things that I don't like actively. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Leslie's Papa's standard issue food service fries. They're not cutting up potatoes back sure. there and frying them. Light yellow, medium cut, soft, undercooked even, a little mm. chewy. You know, sometimes you bite into an undercooked fry and it's like the inside is not even hot yet. Sure. It's, it was that kind of thing. The kind of fries I would not like if they came with a burger. I would be not upset because who really cares? But, uh, you know, I would not be thrilled that they were there and I probably wouldn't have eaten them. However, here they had been slathered with white queso cheese and then covered with what seemed to be half a crock pot's worth of barbacoa roast beef. This was some extraordinarily tasty mush, Dan. Fatty, greasy, gooey. You already know. Oh, yeah. No crispiness in mine, just pure fatty goo. At some point, I accepted and embraced the undercookedness of the fries because it added a unique texture to the old, to the whole thing. To the old thing. To the old thing. <laughs> this was kind of great, like in a really gross and terrible way. Sure. I, I, I loved it. I get uh, it. If someplace downtown served a loaded fry like this, I think it'd probably be a huge deal. It could be a thing that people talked about mm. and sought out. I mean, this, this felt pretty special, even if it was kind of gross. In a good way. It looked really good. It's yeah. in the bottom left-hand corner of the menu. Just really drawing that eye to it. I got I got some pics, and I sent some pics around to people, and they're like, what's that? Because that's the... No, no, no. I'm, I got it wrong. What's that? <laughs> I got voice memos from a lot of people <laughs> that said that to me. And then you looked again, and you were like, oh, no, that was meant for somebody else, and you sent them the fries. <laughs> no, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> What's something else you tried? Andy, the only other thing that I tried beyond the chorizo breakfast taco, which I think we'll mm. just touch on briefly at the end here, was a sope with mm. the pastor on it. I, I mean, I'm, it looks like you're about to get into the sope as well. While I didn't really like the pastor all that much, just didn't so have bland. a whole lot of flavor for yeah. pastor for me. Like I, I, I was very surprised by that. Uh, I thought the actual fried sope was awesome. Oh, I okay. love the texture there. Like, I, I is you know if sope is made with like flour Masa. or corn. Okay, so it is a corn. And out of all the different corn products that I tried at Leslie's, I thought the sope was the best. It uh, kind of like the barbacoa was both soft and then just around the edges had a real nice like almost pizza crust crisp mm-hmm. to it really tasty beyond the pastor which really i could like barely taste yeah i accidentally got two um in no negative way at all the person taking my order uh had some trouble with english and we had a hard time getting on the same page about what i was trying to order this is a mexican market yeah absolutely everything there Um, it it is it it, yeah it's a mexican market i tried to order a sope and it turned out that i ordered the combo she asked me which meat I wanted, and I said chorizo, and she said, "Okay, uh, otro." He's okay. I guess she, they're going to put two meats on there, and uh, 
I picked a soda for the other one. Mm. But it turned out I got two sopes. I got accidentally got the meal yeah, instead solid. of the a la carte, which right. is okay. okay. So I got to try two. I, get that. I got to try a bite of one and two bites of the other because after I ate half of those fries, I was already pretty pretty stuffed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two sopes and a loaded fry. That'll uh, that'll do it. I got some other stuff too. But uh I, I gotta say, Dan, I kinda disagree with you. I did not care for the for the shell on these. Really? Yeah. Uh, we've had other sopes on the show that I, I like more, and I think that's where this is coming from. And I, I agree with the texture. I just thought the sope itself did not have much flavor. Mm. Like that's kind of an ongoing thing here. All of their meat holders, <laughs> which is kind of bland, with the exception of the the breakfast taco flour tortilla we had sure. this morning. Chorizo doesn't have much kick to it. it I liked it the the most of all the pork options that I tried, sure. but. Like a little bit more flavor with the chorizo, asada was almost nothing. Just could barely, it barely registered as having any flavor other than just, you know, cooked beef. Now, this morning, I thought it had an okay heat to it, hmm. heat level, and, it, and it definitely not a, a super runny, greasy yeah. chorizo either. You're not getting that red grease dripping just, off of I'd it. prefer that, but yeah. Uh, w- was that the case with the sope as well? Yeah. Okay, I was just dry. wondering because I thought maybe the eggs soaked it up. Soaked it up. No, uh, I like an dry. egg chorizo combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just not a big fan of a lot of what this place does. But I, I'm going to say I, I got like six or seven things total, mm-hmm. and three of them were great. Oh, and I'm going to get into those. I, I include the papas and the things that were great. I went in with the intention to order the corn on the cob, the elote. It was like a loaded corn on the cob. We, wow have had some sure. from another place recently. And I kind of made the call when I got there to try an elote and the esquites. You called an audible. I did. As they say in sports. And the elotes, the corn options, have their own little um, marker board menu. Mm-hmm. And I started with one elote, and she put that down. And then I ordered one esquite. And we could not get on the same page about mm. me wanting both. It, everything was very friendly. Sure. She was apologetic, and so was I, because in those situations, I kind of assumed that I, I'm, I'm obviously part of the pop problem, yeah. being uno, uno linguo mm-hmm. myself, <laughs> for the most part. So I, I went and I just like turned the sign around, and I was said one of these, one of these, and then we got on the same page. Nice. So that worked just fine. So the esquite, esquites, Dan. Um, this is fruit in a cup. Ooh. Okay. I said this is corn. In a cup, <laughs> so it's okay. Fine, we'll keep it's it. It's not fruit in a cup. It's not fruit in a cup. <laughs> okay, this is why I said that because I looked at my notes and saw the word fruit because the squite it's composed like a fruit and yogurt parfait. Oh, okay. In a disposable cup, except it's bigger. It's like one of the bigger, you know, six inch off the ground disposable cup. They're clear. the The bottom layer is corn that has usually been shaved off of a corn on the cob. Though mm-hmm. on this, I'm not sure if it had been shaved off or if it was canned corn. It also doesn't really matter. Sure, if it's been cooked through. It's not that big a deal. The next layer is mayonnaise. The next layer is grated cotija cheese, then topped with a mix of deep dark red spices, and like very deep dark red, and so much that it covers like a full layer over the top. Awesome. I tried a few bites, just digging down first, pulling up as much as I could, doing oh, yeah, it that way. Mix going. Tried that, and then that was really tasty, and you get a real heavy spiciness to it. Not even heat necessarily, just a lot of spice and mm. seasoning in those bites because you get a big, big old mouthful of the granules. Got any tahini on there? Yeah, for sure. Sure. Ooh. Not a ton. I know you're not a big fan but of tahini, but there's definitely tahini. 
when I blended it all together, you know, you work it real good. Mm -hmm. It turns orange, almost like a soft nacho orange color. A strong flavor. A lot of zip, not a lot of heat. Something in there gave it a a citrusy taste. There must have been some lemon juice in there, something like that. Extremely creamy, except for the corn, which had been cooked through and wasn't tough at all. This was great. This was so good. It sounds really good. I've had variations of this before. We we talked about one at a place that we covered on the... On a Tower Club episode that mm. I that was topped with uh, uh, hot Doritos that had been ground up, mm. and that was really good. But this is a different thing, and this was fantastic. Loved this. Have some in the fridge. It's probably gonna be my lunch today. Oh, this was awesome. I also tried a regular elote, Dan, which is a corn on the cob with all the same ingredients. Sure. Um, this is the most loaded of any elote I've ever seen. You you couldn't see the corn. There was so much stuff on there. Elote. Yes, for sure. Uh, crazy amount of mayo, lots of katia and red spices. Exact same dippy, dippy, like same zippy, egg, lack same, exact same zippy citrusy flavor profile as the esquites, but it had way more of a corn texture because it came right off the cob and it was juicy. So juicy, it was squirting all over the place. <laughs> I was eating my computer, had to scoot back because all the squirting <laughs> didn't want to s- squirt in my monitor. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you ruin it that way. Yeah, it'd be bad. Yeah, corn juice all over it. <laughs> Affect the resale value. So the, both of these were awesome. They tasted nothing like anything else. Totally different flavor profile. Totally different type of dishes. The Elotes and the Leslie's Papas, wonderful. Mm. Just loved these. Everything else I tried, pretty bland. Pupusa's okay. Everything else is pretty sure. bland. The meat and the tortillas and the sopes. It's not my preferred... Um, preparation of those. Yeah, that's all. I'm sure there are p- people that really like this. This may be like the most legit Mexican restaurant in town. If you were to go to the the streets of Mexico, it wouldn't surprise me if this is you would get stuff like this. It Who looks knows? like they also sell like food like by the pound or in, in larger pint portions yeah. or something like there's a uh, whole setup up there. There's a lot of stuff going to, on in this we'll supermarket. Talk, we'll talk about that in a second. Sure. I also tried some of their baked goods. Ooh, me too. And oh, you did try mm-hmm. them. Absolutely. Okay. Just one. Sure. You go and you have to wait for your order like you do anywhere mm-hmm. else. And since I was going takeout, I just kind of wandered around the yeah. store and noticed. They give they you had, one of those buzzy things. They do. It's they, great. They gave me that the second time I went. The first time I just stood. Oh, okay. So uh second time when I had the buzzy thing in my pocket, I wandered around the store over to the bakery area. Because you know, it started mm-hmm. as a bakery that was first. Absolutely. So this guy probably better try some kind it's of kind of sectioned off. Like you can mm-hmm. walk through most of the store without even seeing the bakery sure. portion. And they had these bowls. It was like ten dollars for a bowl of pastries. Like sure. so many. It was probably like twelve in there. I was like, oh I'll get this and Dan and I can have them for breakfast because we already discussed this breakfast mm-hmm. situation today. And um I I took a bite of one this morning and realized that this is this is bread with some sprinkles uh-huh. on it. Um, that's it. Uh, I mean, it has a function for sure. Just as like if you're used to eating a donut for breakfast and they, they kind of look like they're going to be sweet. Sure. Some of them have icing and like the icing looks like the little has a little crystals of sugar on it. Mm. But they, they're not sweet. They're not very sweet. Really? Um, once again, they're just kind of bland. And the one that I ate this morning, I, wound up, I took bites of three. But the one I wound up eating this morning, I put my grandma's homemade apple butter on it to make it good sure and i was i will say once it had a topping on it it was great um this is a high quality like homemade bread mm. or homemade rolls is probably more accurate because it could does have more of a roll coffee? flavor you could definitely dip it in your well, coffee dipper it might even be good for that since it's not sweet sure. i find that sometimes whenever you mix the sweet and the 
bitter. Eh, sometimes it's really great. I don't uh, know hey, what I'm hey, saying. Hey, no, I, I'm right yeah. in your corner. I like a nice uh, uh, croissant with my coffee. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think maybe this style of pastry is just not for me, Dan. Hmm. No disrespect to anyone who likes them at all. I'm glad you got them if you like them. It's just not my kind of deal. What do you think? Now, it was my un- it was my understanding that Mexican pastries are typically very sweet. Um, or may- maybe that's a trait of like Central or South American pastries and i'm totally off base geographically there but the things that i tried i got a four pack of uh, something that did not have a name on it Mm -hmm. i would describe them as if if i had to do my best i would say tubular uh cherry filled fat daddies Mm. uh with flute holes so i'm talking like a maybe eight inch semi-tubular like a tube if it had a crimp on one end of it so not exactly round but mostly round a a teardrop shaped cylinder andy if you will and you may have seen something like this at your local supermarket Mm -hmm. either a walmart price cutter high v they've got these normally chopped up into like little bits and they're basically filled with pie filling cherry or apple uh, so I've had plenty of these in my life. I like getting them for a little before work function in place of like donuts because they're yeah. just little bite size. I think they're really nice little breakfast sweet treats. So I was pretty excited to try this long one. Andy, this was so good. Oh, wow. Just super sweet, sweet throughout the bread. Interesting. Like, the bread was basically sticky. It oh. like a super sweetened um, croissant dough basically huh and then just the tube part of it was filled with that cherry filling the rest of it was basically just the dough and i housed two of those bad boys andy these little cherry flutes are a 10 out of 10 for me i I really love these nothing i had had any sort of fruit filling whatsoever it was just bread like not just kind of roll Mm -hmm. bread and a couple of them had icing on it. sure there was one cookie in there which was also kind of dry and unsweet. This one you could get, you could see right on the shelf that it had some filling in there because huh. they got those flute holes there for you, so you can take a little gander in a, l- <laughs> a little window to the soul of the pastry, Andy. Wow, that's sweet, Dan. <laughs> All right, so we got to talk about something. Um, we have talked about places on the show before that have like you know been kind of gnarly inside, and I think that is a positive character quality it's sure. really cool you go into this place they have gambling machines in the corner oh, absolutely um it's not the floor is not necessarily clean um it's I, got some I, boxes I, on shelves yes it is a mess and i love the kind of mess that it is as a ton of character however sometimes you will observe other things happening that sort of recontextualize something that you previously thought was really cool like a sure. place being a mess and uh, Last night when I went, Dan, it's an open kitchen back there. Cooks just straight up not wearing masks. Mm. Um, really was scary. The the dude do, doing most of the work had his like pulled under his chin mm. the whole time. Now I will say that uh, maybe like seven minutes after I observed this, uh, like these, these were young guys, like yeah. high school age, uh, and a, a middle aged man come went back there and sort of barked at those guys, and they they both put their masks back on what time of evening was this i would say about 5 30 5 15 something like that 
both of my visits didn't experience anything like sure. that. Everybody fully masked. Yeah, and a lot of lot of uncovered noses, and you know my feelings about the nose. You think it's ugly? All noses are bad. All noses are bad. Well, <laughs> <laughs> cover them up. We have this opportunity to cover our noses, and people are not taking that opportunity. I yeah, I think we extend this and just like. Uh, I am, you know, excited to someday show the lower half of my face again, especially since I've been working on this beard, Andy. It's looking good. Yeah, about two months in, still just visual patches of skin in the same place that they were. Uh, almost uh, long enough to comb over them, yep. but still not no hair there. I was going <laughs> to say, I think you're getting close to having it, having it ready to yeah. be fully combed over and look, look full. Oh, excuse me. There is some hair there. It's actually just a very light blonde sure. hair if you look very closely. I'm... I've started rapidly going gray. I don't mm. know if I've talked about this on the show. Um, I don't know if there's like more stress in my life or something. That's, sure. I don't know what would be the source of that, <laughs> yeah. but uh, my hair's turning gray. My beard especially is turning gray wow. at, a, at a more rapid rate That's than it look. has been. I, I'm a That's fan. A good look, I, like, I, like yeah. being, I like going Keep gray. it up. Oh, but anyway, what I was saying is I think we should uh, maybe invest in some like pyramid-shaped things to just continue covering our nose beyond... The pandemic here. Maybe something on the front that you can attach to your glasses yeah. there. Okay, Dan. So you ready for this? Sure. We had a guest booked for this episode. Wow. But this guest um, wound up changing their mind. Oh, <laughs> because okay. In May 16th of 2018, there was an article in News Leader called, After 10 Day Shutdown, Leslie's Mexican hit with five more food code violations. Mm. I saw that. Um, yeah. So this place has a history of this type of uh, practice. Sure. Like not really. Nobody wants to get you sick, but uh, some places try harder than others, <laughs> you know, to keep you from getting sick. Mm -hmm. And especially right now, I think it's probably important to note when you see something like I saw happen. Um, they had like three this happened three times where they had major violations and they just didn't fix things that they were told to fix. Sure. That kind of thing. Um, scary. This is scary to me. Uh, I don't know what to do because I really like the food and I like the family story and everything, but like you gotta, you gotta be safe. You gotta do it. And like, okay, so I was going to talk about, they have stuff set out so that you can like order in bulk or whatever. And they just had straight up uncovered meats, like mm -hmm. stuff that had been covered, like liquidy vats of meat that had been covered with saran wrap that was just open. Yeah. You know, and no one attending it. Not e like there are, is glass, but the, like the one I was talking about is like not behind glass, just out in the open. The, sure. Whatever. Like this, this, is scary. this is scary stuff right now. Yeah. And yeah. anytime, really. It, it's about, you know, the 2018 thing. I, I, basically dismiss that Andy yeah. I, I do th I think a lot of uh especially reporting on health violations whenever it comes to Mexican and Chinese restaurants can often be uh not racially motivated but right. uh maybe reported on for that reason and I, I know that people definitely speculate on the cleanliness of both of those spots uh you know Andy showed me a picture right now I definitely trust your site experience but uh i i don't know just anything with a, a regulatory government institution like that i do yeah. think that sometimes even the uh grading that they get can be a little harsher but i 100 percent agree yeah. i 100 percent agree yeah. with you i just and wanted to caveat asterisk that. there's a reason i just said okay whatever we're still sure. going yeah and 
this story combined with yeah. what I observed while I was there that's uh, first hand gave me pause and I felt obligated to mention it sure. in this particular case. If we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, Dan, probably wouldn't even have brought it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, no, I'm right there with you. And I, I hate that we even have to do stuff I like know. this on the show anymore, like with this place and, the, of course, the pitch from a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. But, yeah, Andy, I don't know what to do about it. I don't know either. Talk I'm, about it. I don't know. That's what we do. Yeah. So, Without all that in mind, mm. let's just rate the eating experience that wow. we had there. Just think about the food, Dan. How would you rate the food? Andy, uh, I'm going to go a very base level three mm. on Leslie's Mexican Supermarket. And I'm going to bump that up to a hearty and I think deserving 3.5 for that delicious torta. Although there might be a voicemail tag on the end of this episode or even, oh, you know what? Why don't I reveal my feelings about my second torta experience on the Tower Club episode, oh, Andy? Yeah. Maybe that'll bring in some of those subscribers. Yeah. Get the cash flowing. <laughs> I forgot to say earlier. I mean, if you like what you're listening to, go ahead and subscribe. But I'm not like a high pressure salesperson. <laughs> and even as a bit, <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Hey, if you you like what you're listening to and you want to hear what I thought about the second torta, (laughs) pony up the five and make sure to put it recurring or you're not going to get the link to even listen to the episodes. We do a little bit more of, you know, spilling the tea, as it were, on those episodes, too. Like It's more like privileged discussion about (laughs) stuff that happens. (laughs) Yeah, a little BTS. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Uh, And other... uh, K-pop bands that Andy BTS loves. is real good. Mm. Um, I just realized that recently there was some big single came out of my it was on my release radar on Spotify. I was like, what is this? This is awesome. Sure. It was BTS. Turns out I'm a K-pop stand now. <laughs> you have been working on a number of fan videos. <laughs> <laughs> we call them feds, Dan. Oh, my goodness. Do you really? I'm going three on Leslie's Mexican sure. Mexican I market. I mean, I had some stuff there that I liked. Mm. Um, it's not going to be a place that I go back regularly, but if I'm having a conversation about loaded fries with somebody, we want to go on like the loaded fry tour of the Ozarks. Sure. An early stop is going to be the Leslie's Papa's mm-hmm. at Leslie's Super Mexican Market. Swing right down Cherry Street. Get yourself another order mm-hmm. of loaded fries mm-hmm. at some place that I can't remember the name yeah. of. Hmm. Can't can't keep much in that thick skull of yours. <laughs> All right, Dan, uh, let's move on to another segment. Wow, Andy. And for the second segment. No, let's just make note <laughs> that last episode was 53 minutes long. Uh-huh. And there were five people on mic uh-huh. with another person uh-huh. who did a significant amount of talking yeah. off mic. Uh-huh. And we are just at an hour. Wow. We are past an hour with the two good of God. us. <laughs> Love it. Well, good thing we only have two more segments <laughs> planned, Andy. And a potential third one if you decide you want to do it. Gotta say, this is more uh, uh, Tower Club area, too. But yeah. we had a full hour long. We had a longer discussion after the mics turned we off did, yeah. than we did when the mics were on. So, boy, that was fun last week. Really, mm-hmm. really loved that group. Andy mm-hmm. got a couple new segments this week for the special Dan Simber and Dan Timber episode that <laughs> I've been planning for so long and definitely wasn't thrown together this morning. The first of which brand new segment that I think listeners are going to really love. Mm. It's called the shout out. Hey, will you lay out the shout out theme under this, please? 
Andy. Now we've got a heralded segment on the show. It goes all the way back to the very beginnings of the show called the call-out segment. A uh, wonderful segment that fans, when we say fan favorite, it actually is. Yeah, they really do, like do seem yeah. to like it. Uh, but it's a little negative for my taste, Andy. And I've got some positive things to shout out there. So uh, we're, we're going to repurpose it this week for Dan Timber to be uh, the shout-out segment. So let me just get into these shout-outs here now. Andy, this bit was actually planned for last week. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to hop in a little time machine, Andy. We're going to go back to last Wednesday. I'm in the thick of moving. Uh, the work at the Cracker Barrel is just absolutely wild. Mm. I think I worked 53 hours last Ooh. week selling those little uh, peg boards crackers. or whatever and crackers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, barrels as well. So I was really in the thick of it last week, Wednesday, just uh, just really stressing, overheated, working my little tail off. You do have a little tail. Oh boy, it's so little, little and it loves to tail. wag. It loves to wag, Andy. And you know, I'm just so thankful and I want to shout out a couple things from that day. First of which, Andy, is my good buddy, Andy. Hey. Who brought me some delicious Bao Bao Chinese food because he knew that I was just in the thick of it. Yep. I want to give you a hearty shout out, Andy. And I would also like to shout out Bao Bao for the four pieces of delicious general chicken that Dude. they put in there. Yeah, mine was the same exactly. way. What is the deal with four that? Pieces. I think they split one, one combo's worth and put it into two combos. Now, here's the thing. It was really, really mm -hmm. good, Crazy as good. it always is. Yeah. The chicken is high quality. The breading is fantastic. Uh, but, you know, big shout out for the four pieces there, Bow Bow. I also want to shout out new listener Logan, mm. who after my hearty day of working heartily, <laughs> not, not hardly working, but working heartily, uh -huh. After my hard, hardy day of working hardly at work, Got it. Uh -huh. I uh, stopped by Mama Jeans to grab some dinner because I like to eat. Uh, I like to put good things into my body. I say Mother Jeans because I'm formal. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's... Very funny, yeah, Andy, dumb. and I had never uh -huh. thought of it before. Andy, I'd like to shout out new listener Logan, who was standing in the checkout at Mama Jeans and recognized me immediately when he came in and said, hey, I love the show. Uh, shout out, Logan. Shout out to your very cool long hair. It's like mine. It's long. It seemed curly. You now, seem really cool, Logan. He did, as many people do, confuse you with Ron Jeremy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Love the show, and he was talking about my impending 250-year uh -huh. uh, sentencing because yeah. I'm on trial for the bad things. Bad things. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, love getting the Ron Jeremy comparisons Sorry. now. Uh, no, thankfully, since we've been wearing masks, I haven't caught a single Ron Jeremy Whoa. comparison uh, okay. for uh, new listeners. I used to get it all the time. Really hate it. Not flattering at all. Nope. Shout out, Not Logan. Good. You seem really cool. Keep listening to the show, please. You Maybe. look like you were sort of handsome in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I look like a cameo <laughs> in Ghostbusters. I just want to shout out past guest Cat and Blake mm. for also being at Mama Jeans and just really lighten up my day. Saw them in there. We chatted for a while. And I uh, wanted to give a good shout out to them, Andy, because Blake, of course, while we were 
chatting there, let me know that there were three trucks at my house, which he passed by on his way to uh, Mama Jeans. Yeah, it, it, that, that's, that's kind of the point of my shout out for them. Uh, I, I, it's more of an apology shout out uh, because I did immediately uh, take on big, a look of dread. Big white trucks? Was uh, it a big, big white truck brigade <laughs> finally catching up with you? Getting back at me, uh-huh. Andy. No, he just described like three trucks at the house. Um, now, of course, we are moving, so there's a for rent sign in there. He correctly assumed that it was people walking through my house. Um, I immediately thought I was being robbed, of course. Um, I think I unconsciously put both of my hands on my forehead. So uh, shout out to Cat and Blake, who I definitely worried mm. in that moment. Uh, and then shout out, of course, to my 70-year-old landlord for walking people unmasked through my house with uh, absolutely zero notice Ugh. less than 48 hours after we told him that we were moving out. So that was very cool of him. And uh, that concludes the shout out segment. So I guess we'll just get this clean here. You got shout out. So just lay that into the song. Yeah, that, that definitely seemed like a call out. No, that was a shout out. Those were all positive. Okay. You're not calling out your landlord? No, I love my landlord. He's great. He, he didn't let me know at all that people were going to be coming to my house. We got all dirty underwear and different <laughs> paraphernalia re- laying all around. Mostly and, just dirty yeah, underwear. Yeah, just a lot of dirty underwear. It's kind of uh, your whole aesthetic. Mm-hmm. No one was wearing masks, including him. And I'm pretty sure there was a child there, which uh, my house, definitely not a home for a child to come into, uh, especially with no notice before mm. being cleaned. Uh, no, no. So all, all pause vibes coming from this shout out segment. Once again, you got shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. So just lay that in. Yeah, no, I get at the end I, of the I call know, out believe segment. It or not, I know how editing works. And that's the end of that segment, Andy. <laughs> I saw Blake last night. Oh yeah, how's he doing? He seemed to be doing. I wouldn't get to talk too much. We were watching um, watching movies in somebody's backyard. You mm. know, everybody's sitting in a camp chair far apart, and uh, Blake was on the other side. We were as far apart from each other as we could possibly be. Sure. But was, you got to, I got to say, real nice to be in that dude's presence. Uh, just a joy. Both of them, just yeah. a absolutely lovely Springfield power couple, mm-hmm. Andy, and uh, you know this goes for Blake, but it goes for all of our listeners. If you want to play some Tony Hawk with me on the PlayStation 4, just look me up. Danny Tonza. D-A-N-N-Y-T-O-N-Z-A. No it's space. It's no a really underscore. good name. It's pretty good, and nobody seems to understand it. I get it. Now, Andy, we do have a third segment mm-hmm. here on the show. The first being, of course, the food eating. That one lasts a while. Yeah. Pretty boring, typically. We don't eat on the mic, but no. food reviewing. Maybe we should do that more. Andy, this next segment, uh, you're you're actually going to have to get up and pause this because mm. you're going to require a little extra materials. Now, Andy's had to don a backwards ski mask so that he is blindfolded. The segment, of course, is called The Gift. Uh, Andy, in post, I'm going to have you lay in the gift theme, please. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's the call theme. Okay. <laughs> it's the same one. And, uh, can, you, can you hear me okay? Oh, I can hear you fantastic, okay. Andy. I think that listeners will be able to tell that your face is obscured. I want to get this over with before you get too hot and unbreathable in there. Now, it's a little Andy, late for that already. In front of me here, 
the whole record, I've had this ominous gift bag with some gift wrap inside of it. Black bag, so you can't see what's inside. Now, as I've mentioned uh, near hundreds of times on this episode, I'm in the process of moving, which means I have to get rid of some of the stuff in my house, Andy. And, you know, the more we've been recording at your house, mm-hmm. right here near the deep, dark heart of Vic Lurvy Park, yep. I've noticed you don't have enough stuff, Andy. Yeah, okay. That's a choice that I've made. I've got so much crap in my house, mm-hmm. and you've barely got any crap in here. Okay, so did you not listen when I told the story about when somebody just left their trash at my house? Uh, I mean, in you could have stopped it. Did you just not listen? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I, I am aware that you were once, quote unquote, gifted a... Uh, uh, a, a barbecue grill, grill that, that is not functional, yeah. and uh, the only part of which was the pro tank, mm-hmm. pro pro ta- propane tank was uh, of course stolen from your backyard. Mm-hmm. Now, Andy, in this bag here, I have two gifts. Now they're both fragile, so hand- handle with care. I'm going to hand you them one at a time, as you can probably already tell from the sound and the feel. They're both ceramic. Okay. Now the segment here, Andy. These two gifts. I mean. This is a goblet of some kind. If you can guess exactly what either one of them is, you get them both. If you can, if you're not able to successfully guess what they are, I'm going to destroy them both right in front of you, Andy. <laughs> um, now, I, and I have some hints if you'd like. That's no. the first one, and I handed you it first because... I would say it's going to be near impossible for you to tell exactly what it is. This appears to be some kind of character goblet. Mm. Um, like it might have a nose. This part feels like a nose. Wow, Andy. Um, I'm loving. I'm loving your your tactile response to this gift. This could be feet here. Could be feet. Absolutely. Okay. I'm not, I really I don't know. I'm getting a little video of you. So that's okay. the first one. Now I'm going to go ahead and hand you the second one. Which, of course, is this one's a little heavier. Oh, so be careful with that one. It's also got, you know, a kind of sharp edge on it. So don't, don't hurt yourself on this one, Andy. Now, this one, I think you might be able to get, but I, I'm just not sure. Now, let me know if you're ready for one of those bad boy hints, Andy. It feels like a trophy on the bottom. It's, it is heavy. Mm. Could be a paperweight or something like that. Anything could be a paperweight. This definitely has like horns. These feel like a Nosferatu. Nosferatu. All right. Um, or maybe I'm thinking like Birdman or somebody that has like a uh, a head with. There's definitely ears. Birdman, you say. Is this the devil? Now I must tell you, you're you're correct about the 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 horns. Uh-huh. They're they're not horns, but they have been chipped off slightly. Oh. They they are supposed to have a little more of a pointed end. But this, this is a heavy ceramic thing that I've dropped more than once since I got it. I got this in the eighth grade, Andy. Okay. Um, is this something that I have any kind of connection to, or are these just like n- random stuff that connection to okay. through the show? I would say no. It's it's not like a callback of any sort, but it's actually absolutely two different things that you enjoy a lot. Huh. So and, this this is the devil. Mm. <laughs> Now, I can also say (laughs) both of these items are in the same family, say. This is clearly intellectually some kind of face. Mm -hmm. I just have to figure out who it is. It could be some kind of horror movie. This is so interesting. It's bald. This person is bald. 
Mm, is he? It seems that way. Now, you've been able to deduce that he's a man. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and give that one to you. Now, it's only been about, say, a decade since these two things were related. They, they just recently became a part of the same umbrella intellectual property family. Oh, is this a Star Wars thing? What you're holding in your hand right now, Andy, is not a Star Wars thing. Okay, so the other one is. The other thing is um, a Star Wars thing. Is this a Daredevil? Wow, Andy, you're wrong, <laughs> but you're definitely getting there. Oof. I really don't know. I, I'm not going to be able to guess this, I don't think. I guess you're going to have to destroy it in front of me. Mm-hmm. Any other guesses on the other one? I can also tell you the story behind both of these. This one was a Christmas gift. Okay. It was accompanied with a packet of hot cocoa. I think this is the, is this going to be the Death Star? Like a big Death Star mm. mug? Goblet? I do not remember the Death Star having a nose. Oh, that's like right. Like you predicted. This is the Emperor. Now, that nose that Yoda? you're feeling. Yoda, this is the ears. This is Yoda. This is the ears. Andy, you have successfully won the gift segment. So let's just go ahead and get this clean here at the end. You got a gift. A gift. Oh, wow. It's space balls. You got some gifts. <laughs> so this is space balls merchandise, well, isn't it? No, no. That is that is oh, Star okay. Wars merchandise. His head is just so freakishly big like that because it holds some liquid in it, Andy. Oh, Captain America. The other one. Now, that's a classic Captain America bust circa whenever I was in the eighth grade. I'm going to call it 2005, 2006-ish. This is from Universal Studios of Florida. It's been in my room for a long time. I don't want this. Okay. And I didn't get it. So <laughs> thank you for taking that back. I'd love this. I love this weird Yoda thing. That's fun. So you don't want the Captain America a bust. No, that serves no purpose. No, I don't want it. I thought you liked Captain America, Andy. I do like Captain America, um, but I don't. I don't like junk, Dan. <laughs> well, my house is not full of junk. I have pretty carefully curated the things you can see on the walls and wow. cabinets and shelves here. Well, I'm glad I gave you something that can go into a cabinet then so it doesn't have to be on display here. And thank you for just taking a little bit of my crap, Andy. Really? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to get rid of it. You know, people have garage sales where you can give stuff to like the DAV. Andy, I don't need people breathing in my freaking mouth trying to <laughs> sell this Captain America bust for $5. I just wanted to give you it to not you as sell a, that as for $5. It's number 476 of 5,000, Andy. You can only get this at the Universal Studios gift shop, baby. Okay. That's, <laughs> they don't even have steak in Marvel anymore. That crap's probably <laughs> all gone. This is real deal collectible, Andy. It's to hold your papers down. Anyway, thanks, Dan. That was like a not that thoughtful, but thanks yeah, for doing it. No, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go give this to Thrift Haven uh, after we get off recording here and some lucky uh, septuagenarian is going to buy it for 50 cents or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sure 70 rows love Captain oh, America. Well, they do for their little grandsons. Uh, yeah, my mom, I'm sure, bought this for me for probably $50, probably Whoa. just way overpriced. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty heavy little yeah, bus, is. and it was at a theme park, so definitely a markup there. Uh, so sorry to my mom, but I do have to get rid of this now. I don't care for it any longer mm-hmm. and andy does not want it mom she's not gonna so. listen this far into an episode <laughs> Whoa. That, 
Now, it's true that she's probably not going to hear this episode, but it's because she never started it, not because she got bored <laughs> and stopped. Don't put that on my mom. She got bored when you were like three. <laughs> oh, jeez, Auntie. <laughs> Come on. That's a mischaracterization of Regina Howell. Yeah, she's sweet. Maybe she wants this Captain America bus. She, uh, her and my dad like crap. <laughs> I think that might be where I got it from. <laughs> Well, Dan, I think that's probably it all the time we have. Wow. <laughs> I am Andy. I'm struggling, Dan. You really just fumbling it right at the end. I was up until at the end. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to hear my brain short circuiting uh-huh. in real time mm-hmm. in a blooper, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. after the show. I was up till 1230 a.m. yesterday. Wow. Uh, just like chatting with somebody on West Coast time. You know how it goes. Sure. You like want to have a conversation. <laughs> Well, yeah, somebody, you're trying you know? to get Dr. Dre to produce that album. <laughs> 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 and uh, just woke up at 3.30 for no real reason. Ugh. I also had trouble sleeping yeah. last night. I had I slept through the night um, for the first time in like a month. One night this weekend it was glorious. Just wow. wonderful. I'm talking like six hours straight. Jeez. Straight. And that, that shouldn't feel special. No, it shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this has been a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a like weird one, Andy. My my brain is just my my synapses are just not quite connecting the way they're supposed to. Well, that's how Dan Simber goes, baby. <laughs> it gets a little weird in here. Mm. Gets a little funk in the air. A little funky. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of funky, um, Tower Club. Thoughtspringfoodpod.com. Yeah. Five dollars a month. We don't usually promote it this hard. Half of which goes to Ozark's Food Harvest. Yeah. The other half and of which pays for our meals that we eat here on the show. Thank you so much for listening to our show if you're new. And thank you just as much for continuing to listen to it if you are someone who's been listening to it for a long time. Yeah. No, thank um, you to all of you. It's been almost two years. October 1st. Coming we'll up on it. The two-year anniversary. And we were just talk- talking this week about what we're going to try and do because obviously we can't do a live show. Sure. And would love to. Yeah. Just not really an option. Can't do it. And we're sort of already doing some more intense projects. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we're not going to do a live stream episode like we did for the uh, 100th episode here. Sure. So we're figuring something out. We'll do yeah, something special. It'll be fun. Be a nice low-key affair. You know, pour yourself a drink, sit back, listen to your favorite podcast. And then once that's over, you throw on Spring Food Mouth. Low-key affair. It's like me and Dan's girlfriend. What? Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. So let's learn a little bit about today's restaurant. Let's, little, <laughs> let's learn a little bit about this week's. So let's learn a little bit about this. <laughs> Please keep this all in, Andy. It's go. It's going after. Uh, I, I can't even keep this in. There we go. It'll go. It'll go after. So, <laughs> so let's learn a little. 
So let's. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so let's learn a little bit about Leslie's Mexican supermarket. Yes, let's. <laughs>